The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Popolitikin.com Hey, what it do? This is Tommy G. I'm on the Popolitikin Show. I hope you guys have a good time. Guys, make sure you tune in every week and check my guy out. Love y'all. Be safe. Let me get a weekend. Send me where to go. To the other side, we can ride out Got an no itch way. to get lit and pick something slick to dip with And you were looking quite delicious I just wanna lick it Fruit from the heavens, yeah, the nectar is wishless Delectable dishes uh-huh. Fine dining, got expensive taste yeah. Talking big shit, do it even bigger My time ain't the type to waste nope. Party hard cause we finally richer Going 95 down the interstate Ooh. On 95, got some dimes to entertain Exit 71, Palm Beach Lakes yeah. Scoop a couple, then we hit the waves yeah. 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 You plus you, yeah, that's a dinner plate yeah. Two plus two, I ain't finna wait no. Four and four only turns to eight so Hit my line, we can set a day can make a move, yeah, we can hit the coast right. Maybe take a cruise, if you win it those you Lately wanna. I've been close, trying to make the most yeah. Time's so scarce, so we make the best of it Kicking back so hard on some tech and shit Even when we hit the town, we be wrecking shit Nothing less than swift, smooth dressed to dip uh, Straight chilling, hair in the wind, yeah, that's a great feeling Sharing the wind like Shaq and way back in the day When they rained the day to put the banner in the ceiling oh, We about to make a killing, is you done the ride? I can tell you willing by the look that's in your eye Girl, I can feel the real, cause I'm good at catching vibes, so you ain't gotta speak if you know you wanna slide. slide.
Welcome back to PolePolitikin.com, your home for music meets self-help. Make sure you Spotify, Apple Music, we're on iHeartRadio, type in PolePolitik and listen to some of our interviews the past 11 years. One, two, one, two, I'm in a place to be with Tommy G. How you doing, bro? Brother, I'm great. Yourself? I'm fantastic. So you got to talk about your name, Tommy, but it's Tommy, like, uh, Tommy with an M, right? Tommy G, yeah, what's Tommy that about? Yeah, Tommy G, so T-O-M-Y, um, honest, well... Well, first of all, actually, I didn't even know my name was spelled T-O-M-Y. It was T-O-M-M-Y my whole life until I went to college. And then I was like, damn, mom, you spelled my name wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but when I looked up the name Tommy, it means twin. And actually, when I before I was born, um, I lost a twin. So, and I think it kind of makes sense that I have one M. So I kind of represent Tommy. And so G is the last name, like the first two letters of my last name. So I was like Tommy G. So that's how I kind of made it short. For the name, the artist's name. All right, now you just has some connection. You kind of already gave. Uh, give us an interesting fact about you that uh, people might not know. Interesting fact. Oh my goodness. Um. Well, I've been singing in like <laughs> acapella groups for a while, and um, something people may not know that I was actually on this TV show called The Sing Off, um, and we actually won the whole show. Mm. And so I know it was crazy, like, you know what I mean? We went on this TV show, like, it's like American Idol, but for acapella groups, and I didn't think we were going to win, but we went out there and did our thing, and, and God showed up, and we won, and got signed to Sony and stuff, so, but now I'm doing my own thing as a solo artist, so I think that's that's pretty cool. How long ago was that? Um, I actually left the group around 2014. So it was like Boys to Men or something? Well, actually, like we that. got a chance to sing with Boys to Men, but it was, yeah, more like Boys to Men and Take Six Mix, like, it was acapella, jazzy. But uh, I found a way to make it very commercial so that everybody can enjoy, like, you know, the intricacy of the six-part harmony that we were doing. So I was also the group arranger. So Then what channel was that on? Um, NBC's The Sing-Off. Oh, you? Yeah, you, you, season two. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Then what's your hometown? Dude, my hometown is actually Orlando, Florida, man. Um, you know, but of course, my background, I'm, I'm Haitian-American. Um, definitely got to represent, um, but... Right now, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. That's where I live. All right. Did you watch the 1804 documentary by Tariq? 18, no, not yet. Yeah, not he yet. came out with an 1804 documentary talking about the uh, the rebellion and stuff. It's pretty good. Dude, I will definitely watch it. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And then you, you was telling us about the group, but just uh, give us a little bit more about your background. You know, tell us, like, when did you know you was going to do this as a career? What, where Dude, were you at? Um, quickly, um, I literally was like... Well, my parents told me I started playing drums at three. They were tired of me breaking all the pots. <laughs> then fast forward, I was taking piano lessons at seven, eleven. I was picking up the bass and guitar. Um, but I remember my dad specifically told me right before I was going to high school, he was like, bro, you got to learn one thing, stick to one thing. And I was like, nah, I don't know, man. I, I'm the type of person that I have to like, I just wanted to do the opposite of what people tell me sometimes. So, um, And so that's kind of around, well, around eight years old is when I started my first group. So that's kind of like where my musical journey, like as far as singing started, you know, which is crazy. I know it's like backwards, but uh, I remember specifically getting um, the CD. It's Take Six, uh, this freaking jazz acapella God group. And I remember trying to pick out the parts. And I think that's where my my learning how to harmonize and stuff started at eight. And then around 13, I started playing at churches. And then when I went to college, um, my whole group went to school to the same college that I went to. And from there is when I started, you know, I took... Um, I started doing my music degree. I did film scoring. So I started doing like composition and stuff and started doing for Nashville Symphony. I got a chance to work with them. But I think for me, it wasn't li literally until last year, man, like 
I'm not going to lie. I was doing music. I think it was, it was with Committed. After that whole thing kind of went down, being signed to a label, getting effed over, you know, because I didn't know when we got signed to the deal. When we signed the show, I didn't know we were signing over 65% of everything we were making. Damn, and it's a group. <laughs> and, it, and then it's, and then, oh my gosh, you just hit it right on the, I was just about to say that. And then it's a group, and then it's six of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all so, won't get shit. We were, <laughs> y'all wouldn't even get 10%. We were, dude, we were, I don't know what we were getting because that was 45, it was that, that's how much they were getting off top. But then we got, we had management, then we had other stuff. So it was more yeah, so like. Y'all get like 4 or 5%. I don't know what we were getting. Honestly, we we made a lot of money because we have (laughs) probably man, and it was kind of it was kind of crazy because most of the the Sony deal. It was a Sony deal, but it was when you signed for the show. I like they don't see the the small fine print that says you locked up for about eight years, you know. So it was it was something, but we still got out of it, which is a blessing, bro. Um, But other than that, like that kind of like last year is when I I had surgery, bro. Like uh, March. And I think it was at that time, right before I moved to Nashville, man, um, the doctor said it was going to be a week and a half. I ended up getting an infection and I didn't know that you can actually, if you had, if I got surgery, I probably, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I'd literally be a vegetable. And I didn't know any of this. I was scared as shit. I was like, damn, I'm about to die. And I didn't, and I, and I left the group, but then I took a five year hiatus. Cause I was like, it was, it kind of drained me, man. Like the industry like just not knowing and being around the wrong people, that's that shit kind of drained me, bro. I ain't gonna lie. So I took that time, started building business, started. I had a mentor, and and I think when I had that surgery, um, the re- the co- the recovery time was supposed to be a week and a half. That shit wasn't for like seven weeks, bro. Mm-hmm. I could not sing. I think the way he, he said it was one of the toughest surgeries he had in a while, and he's done like over two thousand surgeries. So he said, bro. I'm just telling you now, you know, you won't be able to do a lot. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I tried to sing that same day, bro. And then I think it was around that time during the, 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 that was the most pain I've ever been in my life. I realized. You, what kind of infection? It was a tooth infection. Sorry. I had to remove my tooth. So I ended up removing five. So the left tooth, I didn't remove my wisdom teeth because of money stuff, man. I grew up poor and all that shit. You know, we all have our stories, but yeah. I didn't have the money. I was like, nah, I ain't going to get it after high school, but it was for 10 years. I, the pain kept coming in and out, but finally, I think it's when I started like spitting blood. I was like, oh, I think I got to check this out. And then that's when they told me, yeah, you glad you caught it now than later. You know what I mean? So it, it's more like that right there. I knew it wasn't for everything happens for a reason, man. And I think it was that at that moment after I recovered after seven weeks, it took me, man. I realized, dude, if you don't use your damn talent, God will literally take that from you, bro. And so I moved to Nashville as the next day after I was healed, which was in April um, last of last year. And then that's when everything changed for me, bro. And then we started working on music, man. But that's that's kind of like where I realized, like, dude, there's that, like my, my mentor always told me, man, there's at least like a thousand thousand people will fail or succeed depending on what you do. And I realized, dude, I have a lot of people counting on me. So what the hell am I doing right now? Just chilling. So that's when I realized I had to get up and, and really start start sharing my talent. I couldn't be scared anymore, man. But yeah. That's pretty much it, man. The, the yeah, show. I wanted you to talk more about when you were saying like you had to take a break and the music industry shady. So I want you to talk about that a little bit more because we interview a lot of uh, upcoming new artists. You know, new Dude, artists in this. Awesome, awesome. Hear that. Yeah. Dude, um, yeah. So what what people don't realize is that the deal that we signed, man, it was cool, but it wasn't cool for the fact that a lot of the things were like, okay, we had a lawyer and all that stuff, but a lot of stuff people just don't know. Like if you don't take the time to educate yourself, that's when you get screwed over. So I don't, I don't think that record deals are bad. It's just 
it's it's just you have to know what you're negotiating. Up to, and if, yeah. If, yeah, and if you can come in with a like strong force, it's either they're gonna be like, nah, I don't want you, or or then that's actually a blessing. But so anyways, so time out. Did y'all have a lawyer when y'all signed your deal? Dude, actually, the deal that we got was because we signed like before you get on the show, you got to sign a contract. We were signed to Sony Pictures, which we didn't know anything about. Mm. Sony Pictures is is the one that created the show. We, we were out there in LA. Oh, so they signed the everybody that's on the show from the they, jump. Dude, it doesn't matter if you lose or number eight. You still own it. Like, let's say if you blow up, and it, what, it, there's a line that says there's an eight-year, like, kind of little cloud over your head. Let's say if you blew up, they could they could always say, hey, remember you signed this thing when you are on the sing-off? This is how much you owe They probably us. did I that because you. of, like, Jennifer Huston and Fantasia and shit like that. That's probably why they yep. did that. Facts. Yeah. And so, and it's crazy. I just didn't know, man. But but fast forward, man, they set up, they set us up with all these people. And I guess they just didn't know how to really treat an acapella group. And I know I have a lot of vision and we all play instruments. And I know a lot of people think, oh, acapella is dead. Now, the funny thing is, if you look at the group that won season three, Pentatonics, they're, they're killing right now. I know a lot of people probably don't know them, but a lot of people actually do. But, but I think like, I was trying to find a cool way to make acapella cool again, but the labels just didn't understand. And I think what happened is when we finished recording our album, L.A. Reed, he became the president of our freaking label. Mm. And this is the thing that happened. He heard our album, but he was like, mm, I don't. And this is what I think went, went through his mind. He sees six black guys. And yes, we were we have a Christian base. And, and you know, our album, we had a few songs, you know, at Christian, but we had a few things that we did on the show. And. And I think that's what he and I know L.A. Reed's mind was like, you know, I want to make this group sexy, probably like 112 and Jagged Edge back in the day because we had the image. Or even take six. Or even take six. But how can we make them look cooler? And I think he was trying to redo our whole album. And I think at that moment we went to um, we went on today, uh, the America or Good Morning America. And we actually announced that our album was coming out anyway. And I think that's what kind of like that's probably what pissed them off. And then they actually shelved our album. So mm. what's funny is that. Everybody around the United, like, cause we had maybe about two, two million votes, bro. Like, I promise you, like, everybody supported us on this TV show. It was crazy. But the fact that they didn't release our CDs in the major cities like Orlando and Miami and LA, New York, nobody had the CDs except Huntsville, Alabama and these small ass remote cities. I knew exactly what they were doing, man. And that's kind of like, that shit tore me apart because I was arranging all the fucking music, bro. I did so all the doing? music. They say, hey, you're going on a TV show. Arrange three, four things for this. And like, and no pay increase, no pay nothing. We all get paid the same. So it was more like, I don't know what, I don't know. I, I guess for me, I just kind of got tired of that, man. And, and it was, it, that's what really kind of tore us apart. You know what I mean? Um, just the, the, them trying to have control and not understanding who we were and not taking the time to understand what kind of group we could become. Cause I had the vision, bro. I'm the I'm like I had the vision. They you, just didn't take the time. You was Joe Jackson back there. I see you, you Joe Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you out. So so what are you like? You say you're solo now. So like, what yeah. are you trying to do now? Like, you still trying to do acapella? Like, just oh, your style, uh, your vibe. What you trying to do, dude? I'm, I'm right now. I took some time, and I've been like. Me and my homeboy, like um, I told you, short bio. Um, I was I've been producing for a while, man. But I think I think it's the drive that having no one to really help me because I've had friends that I've always tried to help, bro. Like I I produce hip hop, I produce everything, like any genre, bro. So for me, 
I had a conversation with my homeboy. He was like, bro, but as for you as an artist, I know you're going to have a problem because anything that you do, for me, I'm a perfectionist. And I know it's going to sound good. Like, because that's just like, I don't know that I have a, I don't know. I just take my time and I, and I make, and I, I don't know. I just know it's a, it's a gift that God gave me and I'm going to make sure that I make sure it's at the highest as far as excellence. So right now I, I, if you put me in the category, people say R and B pop, but I have some songs that's just me and guitar. So it might be considered country, but who knows just cause I'm living in Nashville, but really, um, the uh, the label that we call understood music it's kind of like we music is a, is a universal language i have this other song that's coming out this summer it's going to be fully creole because i'm haitian like we're actually going to document me going to haiti for my first time to meet my grandma that's 99 so it's like that's some shit i don't know who does that right now but we're just trying to kind of like for me I, I always told my my dad it's a dream of mine i want to change the course of music and i feel like because of at the state of music and where it is I don't mind diving into every genre to lift that genre up by by just adding value, man. I'm not here to like try to be the biggest guy. I'm just here to, hey, how can I add value? How can I help the the music community, man? Because I feel like we're suffering. That's just me. So I, I feel like it's a big job, and and but I know that's a long ass answer. But if you if I had to put it in a in a concept, like I, I I'm gonna do hip hop, I'm gonna do R and B, I'm gonna do pop, I'm gonna do it all, bro. I'm not gonna limit myself. How are we suffering? Um, I feel like we're suffering because um, even when you look at it, like a lot of the big people, they get big on social media. I, I don't know how you feel about that, but um, but then when you hear their music, you can tell that the mu- they don't put time into the studio, man. And yeah. I'm, I'll tell you, for me, man, I don't. I will practice for ten hours a day. That's see, I think that's what scares people, and I think that's the crazy thing because I don't feel like people have that kind of work ethic anymore. But the blessings for no, me. No, it, it's different now. It's like they're, they're going to be on social media for 10 hours a day now. Yes. <laughs> Instead of yes. Up, being on their craft like they post the Yes, TV. bro. <laughs> and then it shows in the music. Mm-hmm. And because and, you know what's funny? When people hear or heard our album, they were shocked. But I'm like, why are you shocked? Because I'm in the studio every fucking day, dog. Every day. I make five, six, seven, eight beats a day if I have to. We write songs. So it's like. So what's the name like, of the album? The name of the album is right now. It's the Scientific Method Project. Um, oh it's no, me I'm and, the one, the, uh, the, the one that you said with the group. Or they didn't oh, come the out. group. Oh, it's committed. Yeah, that one's a self-titled album. That's the one that came out in 2011. Yeah, I'm gonna try to check that one out too. I just know <laughs> I don't watch TV like this. So I just dude, you can... I don't watch TV at all. So I, don't, I didn't dude, really know about the the uh, show because I don't watch. Oh, I don't watch TV. If you you'll see me because I had the long dreads mm-hmm. and you I'm not even gonna say anything, but most people can tell who I who I was and it's not anything to put down for the group because I love those guys they're my brothers but honestly I think after we got dropped and then they you know we we had an opportunity to get with another label I think it was at that moment I realized I just didn't want to be on a label so but for for me it's just like people can see like my heart was always in music bro it wasn't about the money that's why I always love to practice but when I get around other people who don't like to practice that shit kind of bothers me because I'm like if this is what we called to do you got to do this every day you know what I'm saying? That's just me. So that's why I think the music is suffering because you have people who can just do a boom clap, put some 808s, they da, 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 and then it gets a number one. And you're like, what the fuck? Like the guy who actually know how to do, you know, the music is like, that's not what people are looking for. And I want to kind of bridge the gap and bring that back. You know what I mean? And then what do you, uh, you was talking about the scientific method. So I just want you to talk about that a little bit more. The scientific method. Man, we're um, it's a it's a group of people, man. That my homeboy he started in uh, in Orlando, 
Um, his name is Nasserah Lerome. He's a rapper, man. He's dope. He just came. We just came out with another tape. Um, we're actually the one that's on the album together. Um, we're actually label partners as well. Um, but that guy, man, he he was like, "Yo, I want to start this thing called Scientific Method, man. It's just a group of different people, and we're different guys who are able to come with different elements to create one sound." And I think that that's that's kind of we we're not afraid to experiment. That's why we call ourselves scientific methods like scientists. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're willing to experiment and we and do a pop song and we're willing to do like the, the we already have albums for the next three, four years. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the next one we're dropping. It's like people are going to be like, what? You know, what I mean, so we're just we're not afraid. That's what it is like. But we're able to come through and still make it sound organic and not take away from the elements that we are trying, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So we just figured out a formula and it works. And then what's yeah. some of your interests outside of music? Dude, I love, right. I just started like picking up golfing again, bro. Um, it's very relaxing. I, I do, um, I draw, um, um, I love, we travel. That's why I'm actually on my way right now. Traveling. Um, I do a lot of stuff, man. Just, um, starting other businesses. We love giving back, man. That's one thing me and my girl do all the time. Like we'll see someone in the store and I'll just literally maybe once a day or something or every other day we'll, we'll buy someone's lunch or if they're behind me, we'll pay for their groceries. So that's kind of like random stuff, but I know it's like, that's the stuff that kind of makes me feel better outside of the music. Like, honestly, if we don't love people in this world, then nothing really matters. Like, honestly, if I didn't have music anymore and I just had people who cared about me because like just even last month, like one of my, my, my homeboy of 20 plus years, like F me over. But I think that's the drive that I needed to, create the album that we did in four days like i didn't know if, i don't know if i told you that but we did that album in five days the all the songs the the songs that you i don't know if you got a chance to listen to yeah, but, to it, like, yeah it, it was that that kind of that energy that that negative energy that kind of like pushed me forward you know to kind of get this thing going so but other than that that's i, I i'm i'm really big on like loving and, and caring and, and friendship and just hanging out and stuff outside of music i try my best to make sure i balance it like that's what i'm i'm, I'm doing right now and so if you wasn't a music artist. Say that one more time. If you wasn't a music artist, what would you be doing? <laughs> if I wasn't a music artist right now, I would be. The next thing I want to do is acting. Um, if I wasn't acting, uh, the next thing I'll do is modeling. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's stuff I can do. Um, I just I know because of my brain, I, I'm just I'm excited about just diving into other things. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I would do, but I would. I know if it was anything that I dive myself into, I'd be excellent at it. That's all I know. So yeah, maybe who, a teacher one day. <laughs> who knows? And then who's your uh, five favorite artists? Five favorite artists right now. Anderson Pack is one of them. Um, right, of course, I have to give him a shout out. Um, I love, I love. Uh, who's that guy I was just listening to? Um, um, I can't say myself. Um, I could, <laughs> but uh, damn. Top five. That's really hard right now. Who I listen to? Um, ah, shit. Hold on. Okay, Anderson Pack. Um, fucking J Cole, of course. Um, you gotta put if you're talking about lyricists and like overall album. Kendrick right now. Right now, album on repeat is Ariana Grande. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Call that. A, <laughs> call that. A, call that a guilty pleasure. You can act all your. I don't care. You probably listening to it right I'll now, bro. I listen to it. <laughs> I listened to that one song she had with Mac Mac Miller. That I Mac like, Miller, no, her her new album is fi- It's it's like that hip hop vibe. I don't know. It's that's the one on repeat right now. And then uh, I don't know. 
that's, I guess, uh, male artists. I don't even. I don't be having me going listen to that CD. It is whack. I pro no, it's not. You you'll be like, what the? Because she can <laughs> sing, she can blow, bro. That's what I'm saying. Real music is coming back, brother. Oh, sorry, Bruno <laughs> Mars. He's number five. Bruno Mars. He he's doing some stuff. What's yeah, some, he, some he, of your um, favorite movies? Favorite movie right now. Whoo. Um. Black Panther has to be up there. Um, I just saw. Well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be any recent movie. No, nah, whatever you like. Oh, okay, okay. Oh shit, okay. That, of course, coming to America. I, that shit's on repeat. Uh, you have um, my childhood favorite Aladdin. I know that's coming out with Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, that guy's about to kill that. Um, you got. Damn, I watched so much movie. Home Alone. Shoot, that's a good Christmas movie. And then, Which, you know, I'm a sucker for love. I have to give a love movie, man. I'm going to have to say it in a notebook, man. Mm -hmm. Just just don't put it on. Don't say it. Just cut this part out. This is between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> on the record, the notebook, bro. <laughs> I would say, so what are some of your favorite uh, books or authors? Oh, my God. Dude, I'm glad you said that. I love reading, man. Um. Right now, I would say Napoleon Hill's at the top. The book I'm reading right now, it's in my book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, I, um, I read him a lot. Oh, Think and Grow Rich. He has another one called Personal Achievement. Um, and um, right now, um, I'm reading um, Devon Franklin, Truth About The Truth About Men. I think men should read that. Um, it's 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 really good. Um, that guy, of course, you know, you got Robbie Kiyosaki. Um, but there's a book called. If anyone could get this book, it's called um, what's the author? It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, that's Stephen Stephen Conley. Stephen, oh my gosh, that oh, Dale one, Carnegie, yeah. Dale Carnegie, Dale Carnegie. Yep, Dale Carnegie. Stephen Conley, he, uh, he got heat too though. Yes, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Covey. Those guys, they got the seven highly habits. Think, oh, yeah, yeah he the one with that yeah. one, but Dale Carnegie one wrote How to Win yeah. Friends and Influence. Yep. People. Yeah, that's that book changed my life, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. So like, I love reading. I try to read two, three books a month. Because I, re I realize C average CEOs, they read about four or five books a month, man. And I feel like they don't teach us that after school, man, like to grow your mind. So yeah, I'm glad said, you even said I was saying, um, I, was talking about, I was talking about this yesterday, man. I was saying mm -hmm. like Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day. Damn. Yeah, but that's what? why he's the richest man that in the world. That makes sense, bro. And then they were that saying um, Bill Gates, they were saying he just goes on vacations and just reads books. Like that's what he does on his vacation, just read books, post up, read books. Bro, That's you know what they said? On. They said if they want to, if you want to put the most powerful secret in the world, or any secret in the world, and you want to hide it, put it in the book. Yeah, dude, that's the, when I heard that at first, I was like, aha, that's funny. But then I'm like, no, that's a shot to my. Hold on, what does that mean, really? That means we're literally not picking up the secrets to change our well, lives, bro. At the same time, like that's what I'm saying. At the same time, too, you got to remember, uh, yeah. black people wasn't allowed to read. That's very so that's true. The thing too, we that's very from, true. Like they, they always they want mm. something to be equal, but they gotta remember like okay, mm. years ago it was like mm. we couldn't read if we read we got killed, so got you had to play stupid. Too. So it's like now mm. it's like yeah you're free, but people mm. you know we gotta still break that. It's probably mentally, you know what I'm saying? That's all. I was just about to say, bro. Our, the last piece of for freedom for us is like it's that mental freedom, bro. And I know I think we're starting to feel it after this nip thing, man. That shit hurt me, dog. But that, with that, that nip shit now, especially, well, what you think about? It? I'll let you say your opinion first. Oh, man, honestly, man, there's a lot. 
into it. Like I'm, I don't get into that whole government stuff. I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh, if someone, if there's proof or something. I don't know, man. For me, it's just like, like I understand how that, how that could be because when I saw what he was trying to do, and then the yeah. guy who shot him, and how like, he and shot then, him, and how he shot him, and realized what what I had to go through just like a couple months ago, and how I got effed over like by someone I knew twenty plus years. It's like I realized that's not far fetched. That's not far fetched for a for a dude to hate you. I don't know, man. It's the only it's thing is, I was like, it hit different, bro. It hit different. I, I'll say that. Yeah, I was it like, hit different. It's just weird. It's, I mean, like now it's, it's like, man, that dude popped up with OJ, that OJ lawyer. I was like, hell no. Nah. That's like, I'm already oh. looking at it like, this. Oh be hell no. Nah. And he pled not oh. guilty, so he's gonna be on some insanity shit. So no, nah, hell no. Nah, I don't know. It's just, it, it just like right when I thought about it, what popped mm, in my add mind up. was uh, you watched Belly before. Yeah. That's what popped in my mind, how DMX was, mm, how they was telling him to kill the dude. That, that shit, like, oh, popped shit. in my mind like that for real. Like, and dude already was an informant anyway, so it's like, it's not, and then just, like, I, I was reading about, um, You're right. I was reading about Huey Newton the other day. Like, Huey Newton, Fred Hampton, like, a lot of these people, it always be, like, informants killing them. So that's what I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying, like, I feel like Got black you. people, like, it's like we can't just look at it how it is. We gotta study history. Like they've been killing us like this, so why is it like so different mm. now if they've been doing it? Like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, Marcus mm. Garvey, Mega Evers, Tupac. <laughs> it's all in, it's all in the evidence. Yeah, so it's like man, wow. that shit ain't no. I mean, I was I was just thinking like, where was he at those ta- them past two days? That couldn't nobody and then, find him. Gone. But like, then did you hear how his him, security guard wasn't there? Huh? Did you hear how his security? The one day his security guard didn't go with him. You know what? You know what I'm is thinking that about. The reason, the reason I think that is because they was tapping his phone, and they knew he wasn't there because they listening. So when I, what I was thinking, they listening. Mm. So they heard him yeah. say, "His boy, oh, we finna go to the store." He followed. They sent that guy oh, over there. Bro. The guy scoped that place out. He saw when nobody there came back and did what he did. But I was like, they somebody left. had to tell him. That he was there because he wasn't even supposed to be there. So that means somebody was listening. Somebody was mm. listening. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, man. Somebody. That makes sense. It's like, how is it just coincidence that he ain't no coincidence, man? Time? No, it's not. No, no, no. I say ain't no coincidence. Like, so shit. Okay, you, you gonna be dead next? I'm gonna be dead next. All these black people dead next, and it's still coincidence. <laughs> we all dead. It's coincidence. Oh, it's, it's, and there's one guy left, right? They're yeah. like, oh. Yeah, maybe there's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. He the only one left. Like shit, we got shit. Man, that shit, that shit, that shit. I know. I said, I um, I just think, especially how powerful he was with his mm. music and what he thought. Mm. I think mm. we just gotta, we can't let that shit in on some simple shit. We gotta really investigate and make sure we figure out what happened. You're right because you because the story because that's you know what I hear both sides and now that you're saying that and now that you said the belly movie which I used I watched that junk bro. And now I'm going to actually go walk back and watch it because now that you said it, that makes sense because how the hell did he know that guy was going to be? Because it was literally a surprise visit, bro. Yeah. It was his homeboy that just got off. He was surprising his homeboy to bring him to the shop to get him some clothes. Like, how the hell did he know he was going to be there as a surprise? And that's Correct. what I said. And then I was like, man, we got to get away from all these memes and shit and just use our brain. And I was like... Just mm. think, like how how it ain't no, it's all like ain't no other way. They tap wow. their phone, <laughs> they following him. They had somebody watching him. They had to. Yeah, Dude, we're not People thinking. People want to be on some. Um, yeah, I was like, it's just crazy, man. Then did I you said, see? Did you see us? 
No, I don't like that shit. Okay. Be too scary. But you oh, talk uh, about the, it. Well, there, I was just there, no, no. I didn't see it. I'm about to because I just heard that there's a message for us in it. Oh. That's why it's called. You see, what I'm saying there's like it. Even through all that horrific, there's actually a message. Yeah, I got. So that's I why I was watch like, it, I have but to man, he be uh, even that <laughs> other movie. That shit kind of scary. That get out, bro. Shit, I was, I was, I was scared shit too, bro. I'm like, damn. Dude, I could not. Watch. I could not drink tea or coffee for a while. Yeah, because I don't even because that um, shit. I don't watch all that shit. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking coffee thing, bro. Oh I was yeah, like, yeah. I dude, I was done for like a couple months, bro. Yeah, because I don't even watch uh, scary movies anyway. Because I just quit watching. Like I'm just all about what you put in your mind, so bro. I don't I watch you. scary movies anyway, so you, I don't shit. That should be heavy. It should be heavy too. It'd be. Kind of like a horror movie, but then he dropped a lot of fucking game in the same time. Like, <laughs> he's no, but it's like, we need to see, dude, how, who else is going to be as blunt as that guy? Yeah, he, he doing it though. He doing it though. All right, man. And what would you like to say to new art? Well, you said a lot to new artists, but what was the new number, artists right what, now? What would you like to say to new artists out there? Dude, right now, bro, the, I just heard something two days ago, man. Like you are where you are. Because that's where you're supposed to be, dog. Like, I think that was my thing. I felt like I had to rush, man. And and I would could try. To, I would literally compare myself, and I'm like, I could do all the runs Chris Brown is doing. I could do all the. How come I'm not out yet, bro? Literally, I used to be thinking like that, but I'm like, but then I, I look at my life, and I'm like, hmm, maybe maybe there's a reason why God didn't want me to be out in the public to go through some some of the stuff that I had to go through because it probably would have been worse. Like you see it. You see, some things you want behind closed doors, some things you want to lie, but I feel like everybody is where they are they're supposed to be, man. I don't care what the hell is going on, dog, bro. I like literally like two months ago, like I I can tell you right now, like like I had some stuff just happen. Like we yeah, we moved to Nashville, but some people won't believe what the hell we had to go through. We literally came here and sold everything out of our three bedroom house to move to Nashville, and we packed everything in this little ass blue car, dog. So I so for me, I'm just. I just want to make sure I rip away all excuses for anybody that that that's going to try to use their circumstance. That's going to try to be like, oh, man, I don't know if I could do this shit. No, you can do this shit, man. Like, I feel like people, I don't know. They For me, I was worried about what other people think. And I was the biggest thing, man. So, like, having social media, having all these three things out there, you don't need a label. You don't need all that stuff. But work on your craft. If, if, if you don't hear anything I said, work on your craft and put yourself out. Work on your craft, put yourself out. Like, don't come out. Half step in, be patient. Don't don't come out because you feel like that guy came out last year, and he he's gonna only be known for last year. You know what I mean? If you want to be in this game for a long haul, you want to work on your craft, man. I think that's the biggest thing, man. And I, I and I just want to say personally, I really appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Because like literally, I sometimes you pray and God is like, you know what? I'm gonna give you a little something just to keep you going on. You probably you probably like, oh, let me reach this guy, but you probably don't realize what you just did even for me. And I feel like that's what people don't realize. Like, our hand is there to help someone else, man. So I appreciate you. I'm telling you this now. Like, thank you. Like, you know, appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. What you're doing is good for other artists, man. Other art, real artists. And, and thank you for your time, dude. Like, I do not take this shit for granted. I want you to know that I definitely want to build a relationship, bro. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. I do. I make tracks and stuff like that. I can work something out. Even... To, you know, we can figure out something, man. I want to see how I can add value and help other people. Dog. That's that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah, man. Thank you, dog. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that, man. It was a good interview, too. I say appreciate it, though. Dude, man, anytime. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. All right. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? 
my fans, man. Hey, look out for um, July 14th is my actual birthday. I have my solo project coming out then. Um, I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Um, it's, I, I, I have a little bit of a lot of stuff in there, but it's going to be really, really dope. And I, and I really want people to start. Uh, we have some shows coming up. Um, if anyone's going to be in the area, and I'm just going to say it just in case, um, we're going to be in Houston. We're going to be in New Orleans. We're going to be in, and this is happening June, July. We're going to be in Orlando, Huntsville, Nashville. Um, and then we got some other dates. So just look out, follow me on Tommy G that's T O M Y G E music. And, um, yeah, thank you guys. And, um, yeah, I love y'all, man. I love you guys. Thank you. There's something you should know. There's something you should see. I thought I told you once before. How life should really be Oh yeah Trips to your tabernacle Oh girl I need your blessing You picked the perfect apple I picked the perfect setting We split the fruit Still blinded by the truth Wasted and naked Waiting for the Lord to come through I'm deep in your garden Only sleeping I'm starving Fighting the hunger Regardless of the time Spent outside the margin I thirst for your nectar Give me purpose and pleasure I need worth I can measure Searching the earth for your treasure Hidden up under the surface Tell me life is a purpose I need something that's worth it Tired of writing these verses I need some peace in this rhyme I need weed all the time I need three of a kind Ready to be on a vibe Tuning the frequency high Moving discreet in the ride Beautiful, sweet, and divine All of my pieces is dimes All of them speak with their mind All of them reach for the sky All of them keep me in line I promise to keep them for life yeah, yeah. Uh, There is something you should know yeah. yeah There is something you should see Oh I thought I told you once before Yeah Yeah How life should really be Yeah Told me she don't like to be alone So I told her maybe you could hit my phone When you wanna chill I can come and get you stoned Or maybe we could build planet all by the zone Yeah, maybe you the real something they could never clone Goddess of this earth need to put you on a throne Had to put you in this verse just to show what you was worth Beauty from the dirt like a precious gemstone uh, Got you back in the synagogue You happy to be involved I welcome you with applause The quiet saint who's in ours The fellowships and regards Best of flowers and cards And jewelry that's made of stars No Foolery in these bars, not to sum it up or dumb it down Like when the sun is up, it's always down And it don't matter what theory, you hear me? You can say the earth is flat or you can say it's round I just aim to keep it constant at the speed of sound I just wanna see you often when I land in town Yeah, take you out to Austin's, we can laugh and clown Or maybe we can hit this city, find an awesome lounge Where we can entertain each other, starts till after hours Yeah, see I just wanna see you smile now uh, And I just want you for a while now you know I'm never here and always there Yeah, and at yeah. the root of it, it isn't fair yeah. but. There is something you should know, yeah. Uh, yeah There is something you should see Oh, I thought I told you once before, yeah Yeah, yeah. how life should really be, yeah Switch it up now, yeah, yeah there is something you should know There is something you should see I thought I told you once before I thought I told you once before How life should really be There is something you should know There is 
something you should see I just wanna tell it out, no I thought I told you once before Oh, how life should really be Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.